Yes. Bella. Yes. Bella. Bella. Blow for the U.S. Rodriguez. Good skill. Box has an opportunity. Left foot. Back of the net. And that is going to... Bella gets it. Airborne. Oh. Near post. It's cross! Fine, dangerous ball backs! And off of him, Ilya Sanchez! Rio, what a stop! On the pew, ball knocked it down! Mamadou foul! To Jeremy Shredding. Oh, he's going direct! It's within range now. And it's in front of Rio thought about the overhead, now it's fall out! Wolsowski! Going corner, got knocked down! Ball into the middle. That's good. That's a good head down. He has time to think unselfishly. Palacios. Late run there. Look at this ball ahead. So easy. Oku. Helena Costa's corner kick. Answer. She's beaten the post, is it? But loaded today. Here comes LAFC. And he sneaks it past. Pogo through trap. Palacios to do so. Hook it in for the over Ego comes for Ilya. Just tries to direct it towards oh. goal. Towards Opoku. Could still have it come for him. Augusta now on the strike. Finding a good opportunity for Opoku. What's across? Yeah. Gareth Bell. Gareth Bell. Trying to wait it over the top. Murray. LAFC into the box. Kalina took a pass. Sequentes and it he swiveled it across. It's a header to the Holly inside. Chicha! Did the flag go up? Alongo flips it in. Chicha cancels it. The early edge. Vela, yeah. Stoppage time. Got Lisa. Vela with a bit of space. With an angle. And Wonga, edge of the 18. Got players in the middle. Wonga dragging it around. And defender Wonga to six. It's a shot! Goal! <laughs> Denny! 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 We love you, Denny! It's 2-1! What is up, ladies and gentlemen? This is the Voices of the Black and Gold. I'm Nick, that's Celso and Eric. And if you aren't hyped after that video that our guy, video editor, Alan, dropped on us, then I don't know what to tell you. Listen, man, that shows you the goals that we have had this year. It tells you what our guys can bring, and we have a playoff game coming this Thursday. It's going to be big. It's the game that we all asked for. Carson, Nashville, Carson comes out. They play us, LAFC. We need this win. I'm excited, man. I'm stoked. I'm hype. I'm everything to, to tell you. Honestly, I'm not sleeping. I look at the bags. I'm ready for this game come Thursday. So, so Eric, I mean, listen, man, this is big deal, right? We have to prove ourselves. It's a chance for us to prove ourselves. We are the team to beat. They need to come in scared of us. And this is our game. So, so you're going to be at the bank. What's up, man? 
First of all, what's up? What an intro. I am so pumped to be here. This is the show I've been wanting to do. A playoff game between the two biggest teams in Major League Soccer. At least for this year, they really, in my opinion, are. And I cannot be more thrilled to be in this game on Thursday night. Now look, I'm just going to show you something. This is water. The party is over. If there was a hangover or anything, it's over. Everything has reset. And here we go. We have three games in order to lift the most important trophy in this league. There's nothing like it. The Supporters, supporters Shield was an amazing, amazing conquer and an amazing turnaround, right? Given what we've gone through, what we went through in 2021 and 2020, if you want to think about it. But now everything has stopped and has basically reset to this moment. And I will say this. This is, this is the largest, this is the largest match in this team's history. There's no one like it, and it will define this team's fate for the next five years. The moves this off this front uh, front office will do this offseason will be based on this game. So listen up. We have to win because if we Fair don't point. it's gonna be very different. Fair point. Fair point. point. Fair point. Eric, listen, man, he, you know, biggest game for LAFC, right? We say this every time for a playoff. We say it when it's, you know, the Open Cup and this and that. But this is the biggest game. Why? Because we didn't get them for two times. However, we did win the, uh, the league. But it doesn't matter. We have to beat them in order to get to the cup. Where you sit on this, man? This is one of the biggest, hottest tickets in this city. I mean, just go go on the secondary markets for the tickets right now. And the cheapest you're finding anything is in the 250 range, a ticket for nosebleeds. You know, it's ridiculous. You're, you're going to find anything near the field is going to be three or $400 because people know this is going to be the match to be at. This is going to be one of the biggest stages in the league. It's always been one of the biggest stages of the league ever since the very first derby against us. And this is not just a normal derby. This is the winner goes on, the loser goes home. And uh, for, for us, you know, we have a precedent to keep on here because we've only had one knockout MLS playoff game and we sent that big baby's Latan home on a five to three win. And we watched him walk down the field. He had such a fit. He had to like taunt our supporters because we got under his skin. And it's like, boom, El Trafico in the playoffs. That's what it's all about. Can't wait to go there. It's going to be just a massive game. The party's going to be on in the bank. Us as fans, we got to do our job. We have to keep it noisy in there. We have to keep make it hostile for the other team on that field. We want them to hear us. We don't, we know, we want them to see our our boys at home and know that our boys are feeding off the energy of the crowd. We got to come together as black and gold, and we have to roar our boys past the finish line. Destiny awaits. We have the shield. Now we need to get the double. The double hasn't happened since the single elimination knockout format. We need to be the first team to do it. Let's set a precedent. Let's go. I can't wait for Thursday. I can't sleep either. I just, I'm, I'm so pumped, man. I can't wait. Yeah. Don't, don't turn me into an FC Austin team, uh, FC <laughs> Austin fan for the rest of the season. That I can't, I couldn't take it. So I'm expecting a win. I don't expect fireworks, but I expect a win. Nick, what are you, what are you feeling, man? Talk about this lack of sleep thing. I mean, I noticed in the beginning lack here, of sleep. you're a hey, little listen, nervous. Man. I can't sleep very well, man. I'm not nervous. I'm overconfident. No, okay. no, I'm not nervous. I'm overconfident. I'm uh, just ready for it to happen. Are. You know what I mean? So I always yeah. am. I know it. I, I I accept this 
part of what I do as a fan. You know, I take the heartbreak when it happens. Um, however, no, I'm not worried because they come into the bank and I've been there this year and the fucking energy is outraged and they don't want to step great. in there. It's going to be fiery. We are going to put it to them. We're not going to we're not going to deal. We're not going to put up with it. And I'm going to tell you this. I'm going to bring in Uruguay because he's here with us. Uruguay, what's up, buddy? Uh, I'm just in my little uh, rant about what is happening and what I think is going to happen. And I'm going to tell you one thing. I'll tell you what, what isn't going to happen. We aren't going to have any of the open cup stuff. And not one guy is going to put their head down walking around on that pitch. I can guarantee you that because we have Kalini back there that's not going to allow it. You have some people here now that have heart that aren't going to allow something like that. So, yes, I'm very confident in this team. I think that we are going to go to the top. I said it. I think that we literally can win both. I, I, lo I love that Eric had brought up the stat of how long it's been uh, since the single. I know that we can win it. I know that we can do it. This is a team to do it. Now, look, they got some good new people in there too. But before we get that, Uruguay, how hype are you on this, man? Are you are you excited? Uh, are you ready for this, for this match or what, man? No, man, I'm really excited. I, I'm looking forward to it. I can't wait for, for Thursday. Um, I mean, I, I watched the Galaxy versus uh, Nashville game, wanting uh, Carson to win, because uh, I'm, I'm looking forward to that Trafico. Uh, I think that it's our chance to remark that we are the best and only team in, in Los Angeles, and uh, winning again in the semifinal would, would be a big a big statement. And I also think that, I mean, there's a lot of hype around cars on Ricky Puig, uh, Douglas Costa. We got to get them down to earth. So it's a perfect mm -hmm. chance to do it. Kick him in the mouth. No, listen, this yeah. is fair, right? We, we've had this conversation, right? Like Celso, you're not a Costa fan and we know that and we're going to get into that. But the young kid that's coming in, he's done a lot. He's done some great jobs for, for what Carson has done. But we brought in our own bangers. We, you know, we brought in quite a few. I don't think costa um really compares to the people that we brought in if there's only one it would be the young kid that could i think potentially be a standout star in mls other than that i don't put costa in the category of what lafc has done Celso, where are you at on that man i think this game really will tell which front office has really won the battle on the middle of this uh this season and i I, I thought about putting a poll up between it, but I was like, you know what? It's going to lean LAFC, so it's never going to be a healthy poll to vote on. But when you compare the additions and the addition of Brugman, right, that player has changed the midfield of that team. And going forward with the addition of Puig, he's already had five assists in the nine games that he's played, which enabled Chicharito to score more. So the front office has really come, in, come on and addressed the flaws that the team showed throughout the year, and then they brought in a, a new center back, which was the other one. We doubled down on some positions, and we've had these discussions where some of the positions had redundancies in them. So if I were to compare the individual talents, so far, Puig, which has been the, the biggest name there, they're calling it Puig Mania, Mania, whatever you want to call it. I don't know how to say his <laughs> name. I'm so sorry. But who do we have that should have been yeah. the guy up there? It's either Chiellini or Bale, and most and both of them have had some, but not all the impact that some of these guys have had in their turnaround. So I am still thinking that whoever wins this game will be the one that can claim our front office did a better job here. So it's the ultimate stage to basically prove that everything that we've done so far has not been 
sort of reactive, right? And I never will forget when Thorington said, I had an opportunity to sign Gareth Bale, right? So he reacted towards it. It wasn't something that he was planned. But when you bring in a Bale, right, everything around it has to change. So I believe that this move is still what we're judging here. And I'm hoping that Gareth Bale is the one piece of everything that comes through the rescue here and prove us all wrong. Okay, oh my God. Scores two goals in a classical, my man. We will forget all the past conversations we've had. Now, maybe that's asking too much of Gareth Bale, right? But let's be honest. If Bale fails and Tails is still getting there and Bowanga keeps missing goals, who oh. really had the edge there? And that's the question. No, for know. sure. Eric, so do you feel that Carson has made the quality moves um, that LAFC has made with just the two or three that they've made? Yeah, I... I, you know, this is the one thing with, with Carson, if we go back and go over our conversations earlier in the season, when we played them before, they were a very incomplete team. And, and basically their big threat on us was moving the balls of the wings and crossing, you know, mm -hmm. they, everything was crossing attack back then, but now with Brugman and Pooch in the midfield, it's their, their game. They can now start moving down the middle, which is actually, I think is what's helped Douglas Costa start to play oh, more recently because now you just defend against the wings. You defend their crosses. But now you have to worry about going up the middle. Uh, you throw on Caceres in their back line, and he's really stabilized that as well because their back line was a massive vulnerability. Yeah, and and Caceres awesome. has really yeah. solidified that. So, I mean, uh, my homerism aside, if I'm going to look at who had the better – who which team has made the bigger leap forward after the transfer window, it's, it's going to be Carson because – you know, before the transfer window, we were also in first yeah, place. You can't really, you can't really move up much from first. But with what came in, we looked like we were all of a sudden turning this unstoppable juggernaut. And what happened is our team kind of slipped as they as they're getting to understand their identity. Now, you know, we are also a different team than we were back then. We have a lot more veteran presence on there. And for me, have we gelled? So this meeting on Thursday is kind of going to be a meeting of two teams that know each other, but they also don't really know each other. So I, I think that's going to bring a whole crazy dynamic to this. It's going to be a very emotional game. No, it's, it's, it's fair. I mean, every game is emotional, right, Uruguay? Like everyone that we play with them has been up and down. It's the roller coaster. Yeah. I mean, this is the game that MLS wanted, right? This is the game that yes, everyone yes. wanted because this is a rivalry that sticks out to countries over in Uruguay and makes yeah. people like watch, you know? So do you feel like they still brought in the quality though? Because I don't see it. I hear um, them. I just personally – I, I thought his name was Puig, first of all, and I'm thank it's you for Puig. letting me know. I just, it's Puig. We're all it's butchering Puig. like it's crazy. But <laughs> who cares? I, 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 I see the quality of him. I see the quality of him. However, I don't yeah. see the quality anywhere else. You, you know what I mean? Yeah. Well, um, well, Brookman has done a lot, but he just Brookman is really good, under, right? Yeah. Yeah. Go with Brookman, I, I got to admit that I was wrong with him. I, I honestly didn't think that he was going to make uh, such an impact because, I mean, he, he was a player barely known here. And the little that I had seen from him in, in Parma in, in, in Italy wasn't nothing spectacular. But in the MLS, he's, he's played really well. I think that he complements really well uh, Ricky Puig um, because... Brugman has more of, of a defensive profile, even though Puch was playing in more in the middle. Like they, they are good complements. But 
I mean, comparing the only from the names, it, there there shouldn't be a discussion. I mean, even Bowanga is a bigger name than. Well, then Ricky yeah, Puch, they have the not, bigger but... salary, right? Which you came up with. Yeah, they, 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 head, they, they, they do. They do. They do. all up. They, they have a much bigger salary. But it's funny. Yeah, so all you ever do is hear LAFC does LAFC, LAFC. And then yeah. it turns out, not nah, it wasn't LAFC. And so I thought, I thought that was pretty interesting, right? I thought it was, uh, I thought it was pretty interesting that we were getting all the headlines, but then their money is caught up on a bunch of people that maybe it shouldn't be caught up on. And one of them yeah, I was wrong about like was Cabrera. That. You know, I, I was wrong about him. He was he was great in uh, in uh, the 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 um, uh, young team in France, but he hasn't been anything for Carson this year. So, you know, I just don't see the quality there, and I'm 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 excited that this is the game that we're gonna get. Um, I don't know if you guys seen the thumbnail that I posted, but I put the two lineups up there. I thought we would just go over the lineups of what we think that they'll be. Um, so Celso, you want to start with that and, and get into what you think your lineup will be? Yeah, I mean, I think it would just be a lot of what we've seen the last few games with the midfield, you know, with, on Cifuentes on one side of, of so Sifu in for a blessing, right? Absolutely, yeah. You have to start Sifu to allow the midfield to be more creative. You saw the statistic I retweeted today, I don't know, in terms of um, going after counter strikes. They're both excellent at that and, and stopping the counter and challenging the counters when they happen. So you can intermittently use both. And I think that we've already noticed that when they're both played together, you know, the, it doesn't seem to gel as well. You know, and, and on, on, at the front, you really don't want to change it at this point. It's, it's Arango and Boanga on the left, and I will continue to play that. And again, on 0-2, the right backs of the world, I'm wearing number two. But our number two, our right back this year is Ryan Hollins. That he's the difference maker to me. He's giving me the one that hopefully will do a really good job and not only defending, but continue to contribute on the other side of the ball and get a get a score against Carson right that's all we need I'm really hopeful that one of our center backs or someone steps up it has been a while since we've seen a goal from them right since Mamadou left but this is really what we need we need a goal early on to spark this team and then essentially take control of the game early you do not want to make this a crazy game where they come up front we go back and forth with them be the dominant team from day from you know minute one because you know that if we are late and they have a lead, it's gonna be really really hard to come back. Because mm -hmm. look what they did to Mukhtar, right? Mukhtar had nothing in that game. He actually was there was this crazy statistic that on zone fourteen, which is essentially the most uh, dangerous, uh, if you you know cut the pitch in, in in squares, zone fourteen where he was trying to score goals. Uh, Carson wouldn't let him touch the ball, right? And that's why they were so effective in stopping the MVP of the league. They cannot, you cannot allow them to just plant back and wait for us. We have to be the Fair. aggressor and allow them to play from behind. Yeah, I would say to that, though, uh, they don't have as many people that can actually score. I mean, we, we've scored more goals on uh, throughout our team than any other anybody else so we have more people that can do that he's one person so they have to really focus on him like it was previous yeah, years with with just uh vela you know um but something i heard in there that i want to ask eric about because eric you've been high on bringing uh you know hollingshead not starting uh so where is your lineup going to change there so for celso it's going to be bringing blessing in hollingshead still in there um, where, where do you sit on, on the starting lineup for this coming Thursday? Yeah. Sorry. Yeah. I, you know, Hollingshead 
is kind of a, a pretty situational guy. And and really, I think if, if you look at our, our whole lineup, we kind of have four positions that can be interchangeable. You know, we have uh, up front, it's going to be Vela and it's going to be Arango. I think that's pretty much not disputable. But then you have Buanga and Apoku. I think, I think, I think Buanga is going to start and he probably should start. But I think an argument for saying, uh, you know, Apoku Goat should start is a valid argument. You know, we Fair have um, Ilya Sanchez and Cifuentes pretty much pretty much need to start. Kel- Kellen Acosta or Latif Blessing, where do you go with that? Like, I, you know, I think Ilya Sanchez, Cifuentes, and Acosta is how our midfield is going to go. I know Blessing does have a lot of good games against the Galaxy and a situational guy because he's such an emotional player. You know, I, I think this could be one where you go Blessing maybe over uh, Cifuentes to start. And there. you keep a cop in there and you try to keep it conservative, you know, and later on you bring Cifuentes in. Um, that should have been my question. Know? That should have been my question. Make me an argument of how Blessing could stay in there because, look, man, he, he does. Starts, he, by the way. No, no, I know it. I, yeah, I know you don't. You think, you think Sifu is you, you going to go in for him. But my point is, is he didn't have a bad start the other, other day. And he really does wear know. people out for when Sifu does come in as a sub. He's like sort of being able to do what he that, wants. That so there is a good argument to have him there. Yeah, that would be needed the last 30. And he's going to bring this as he's been. You know, Steve has not proven to be much of a uh, let's change things. You know what I mean? And I think he no. just continue to roll with ice. I, I think this is his. I think that's his his number one midfield mat pairing is those three guys. Like, yeah. I think as far as those are his three starters. And I think this game you roll with your, you roll with who your starters are. I think Hollingshead has earned it on the right back. Um, I think Chiellini has, has to play this game. Uh, some games I could argue, like if you're facing more speed, you could go with like Mario and Mario and Segura, but I think it'll be Chiellini and Segura. Um, Palacios, there's, there's nobody else to replace that. So uh, yeah, I, I think that's how, how it's going to roll out. Uruguay, are you pretty uh, much set with that? The only thing you're changing is blessing for Sifu? Uh, I, I'd start blessing. And my other doubt would be who who starts uh, as the right center back. Because, I mean, mm, you can start both uh, Segura and Murillo. They are both – they both offer different things. Mm. we we got to see what, what Cherundolo wants. I mean, Segura – even though it's it's slower, and after the ACL injury, he's even slower than Murillo. Mm. Um, so maybe you could argue that if you're gonna press high, Murillo would be a better option. But also, um, Segura's distribution out of the back is way better than than Murillo's. So mm. we gotta see what Dolo does there. I think that who the right center back is is gonna show pretty much. Which is gonna, which are gonna be our intentions in in the traffico? If we are willing to control the ball more in, like to have more possession, or if we are gonna press high and and be that that press German school pressing team that we've seen sometimes through the season. So yeah, mm-hmm. I'd start blessing too because I think that there are not many players that understand. Uh, what LAFC means to the to the fan base, and I think that he loves the club as much as we do. So blessing would be a player that I'd start uh, instead of of Costa. I'm particularly not a, a really great fan of of Acosta like this season. I don't think Acosta has played to the expectations that we had uh, set on him. 
So yeah, I think that Blessing would be a great player. To, to I do not hate any of this, yeah, man. I actually think that you knocked it right on. Bench Acosta for it. No, he's not. He's not. But I agree. No, I don't, he won't. I don't think. I don't I think that he's played up to the potential that right we now. thought he was going to play. You know, I mean, I really don't. I don't think he's been what he we were expecting. Series, I'd say. I don't remember yeah, he much did. of him in the second game, but I don't think yeah. he was a main contributor to the win. And in no. the first game, he was really not very great. I so, expected more from him. I expected a lot more from him. Well, so seems I used to miss a, an open netter every single 89th minute against them, you know. So keep the fair. net in there. Fair. <laughs> and again, that's these fair. games are the first 30 minutes, you're just cooking it and you're hoping not to make a mistake. And I hope that that's the approach that we go in. However, we are at home, and if you want to score early, as we should, and be the oppressor without being too exposed, you want to put Cifuentes in there because he does put a little bit more like pepper and sort of, I would say, creativity in our midfield in order to find an ad early. Otherwise, we really become very bottled up. No, sure. very, very true. Very true. Good to have um, options there, though, right? No, we could. We could. Well, for myself, um, I, I'm i going to start Sifu. I'm going to bring Blessing in. Um, Kalini is definitely going to be back there for me right now. I'm, mm -hmm. I'm a huge fan of uh, Kalini and Segura together. Um, uh, Hollingshead is going to be there for me. Uh, I've said that from the very beginning uh, when 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 uh, we put him in. I said I felt more comfortable with that, and then Palacios there. Um, so, yeah, that's the only thing I'm going to change. And then, unfortunately, uh, Apaku and uh, Gareth will come off of the bench um, because it's definitely going to be Chicho, uh, Vela, and Bawanga for me. Um, yeah, that's just what I see happening. And then who – and then this is my opinion. I don't know who comes out. I, I'm not going to play favorites because this is a game that has to be won. So whoever is the least productive, if it's Vela, I don't care if it's – he has to come out, bro. You understand what I'm saying? Yeah, like well, it doesn't matter. Well to not, yeah, to no, not but I'm saying if his product is not there on that day and we need to bring in the two guys – I'm not just keeping him out there because he's Vela and it's, it right. might be the end. Of, heck no, uh, dude. It's go that ahead. Makes that makes yeah. Sense. I, you know, I kind of have a hot take on that. If, All if right, it's not Vela's it. day, by the time he gets pulled out of this game, it's going to be too late. I think that Vela is turned into the air as always, probably always been the heart and soul of this team. And I think no, he is Vela plays this game is how if Vela has a bad day, we're not coming. We're not surviving this game. Vela, Vela, no, you're I, absolutely right. Fellas, the no, guys that carry this team, like that's it. No, that's fair. I mean, it's always no, the that's difference fair. maker. The the post in the first game was the difference maker. Had he scored that first goal, we would just not even we would have won that game easily. We'd have rolled right. Carson three to one. I I right. believe it. So let me just right. add one quick thing about the center backs sure. because they're sure. very different, and I think the configuration there it really gives this uh, you know this coaching staff some problems in how they build it. They they're different players, but one thing about Eddie Segura. When you analyze his statistics versus dribbling, he is more accurate than than Murillo is, but he doesn't really go for it as much. So when he recognizes a dribbler in a dribbling situation in front of him, his tendency is to back out. Now, yeah. Murillo is more aggressive and has actually attempted way more to go after the ball. As a result, he gets dribbled more often through it. So you have a more aggressive center back, right? That will cost you more. That probably needs someone to cover for him laterally. The problem with, um, again, with Eddie is that his passiveness 
allows perhaps for some, you know, development of the play. And a guy like Pui, Pui for example, you don't want to allow him to develop the play. Once a run happens, once a lane opens, that guy will pop the ball You're and essentially there. set up his player. So we, I believe the coaching staff is having a fit discussing who is going to start. And there's Segura and, and Murillo. I wouldn't want to make that decision based on just those statistics, <laughs> statistics so, alone. So do you? Uh, yeah. here's kind of a thought like, let, let's look at Ricky Pooch, much like uh, our first match against Minnesota. And Minnesota, the attack goes through Reynoso, you know, and in some ways, mm -hmm. Ricky Pooch is kind of turning into a Reynoso-like like figure where a lot sure. of the attacks, they come from him. And what we did pretty well is put Ilya Sanchez basically just to keep marking him the whole time. And he shut down Reynoso pretty well. Like, do you, do you think this might be a strategy they use with Ilya Sanchez is they, they just try to mark Ricky Pooch out of the game? Uruguay, what do you think? Well, the, the thing with Ilya is that I don't think... Well, I, I, I'd, I'd rather put Blessing in that role, honestly, if you're going to start Blessing, because um, I don't think that Ilya has enough uh, dynamism and speed to handle uh, man-marking Ricky Pooch, because Ricky uh, is a player that moves through the whole pitch, so you can see him in, in Carson's goal and then in, in our half uh, in one second. So I think that Ilya would be a better a better tool for us helping the, the defense. He, he tends to put himself in a back three sometimes. He goes yes. like in the middle of both center backs. And uh, I think that uh, with Chicharito there, uh, we're going to need Ilya more in the back that, than man-marking Puj. Honestly. So I'm um, looking at this, man. A, it's pretty uh, crazy to see. LAFC sits first for shots on target uh, per match, and uh, Carson sits at fifth. Uh, chances, we sit at uh, second, and Carson sits at fifth. But accuracy passes, dude, they're at number one, and we're like at number seven. This is wild yeah. how it's accurate their 10, passes though. are. You want to be in the top echelon, right? You know, and Yeah, teams, but where we have big chances created, you know, we're number two, they're number five, but we have big chances missed also. We're number one. So we take big – we have big <laughs> chances, uh, right? We, 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 yeah. <laughs> Hey, I'll stop it. Yeah, thank you, thank you, thank you. Did I do it well? Yo, so we, book one. <laughs> I swear to God. That's your one I here. I swear to God, this is off the subject, but we went kicking the ball the other day, and my wife goes, in case she goes, I did the, uh, the Arango. And they did the Arango. Like, oh, my God. Dude, stop <laughs> it right that, now. He did it against San Jose, and, and he was it, that thing was a rocket. And he got it right, and then, and it, it did go. It directed itself enough, but this one he did not have. It did not have the same impact, right? But to Eric's point, the San Jose penalty was a well taken penalty with the ballerina stuff. Actually, it was in those in that clip. Uh, I was almost yeah, like, yeah, wow, that's, we that's even sharing that right now. <laughs> I'm a little hurt over that one, you know, but anyway, um, okay. no, look, man, Thursday is going to be wild at the bank of California, man. It, it's going to be, um, an exciting game, you know, and it's something that, uh, all of us have, have wanted. We wanted the revenge for the season, but we want to win this cup and there's no better way to do it against a rival. You know, there's no better way. This team's talking mess, talking mess. And then they're going to come into our stadium and it's time. It's time. The guys show up.
And um, if one person, um, at, this kid can come in and really wreck what LAFC has done on this transfer window, that would be a, a big loss for LAFC. So I hope that they end up really showing up and and um, not putting their heads down and playing to their ability. Um, but I do agree going back a little bit that uh, Vela has to be the man. And he is the man. He has been the man. He might not be putting the goals in, but he's putting the assists. He's putting in the work. And we can't, none of us can say anything different this year. Last year, yeah, we could have said something different. This year, he's a, he's the Vela that we've all asked for. And I don't see him not playing to his ability come Thursday. I don't. I don't. Yeah. I was just making sure. a point. However, if it happened, you know, we got to put the best people in. Um, yeah. That's where I'm at on that, man. Uh, we yeah, are watching a little. He's our pew, by the way. He's the guy that yeah. has to assist and find open yeah. guys. He's become that tan for us, and but he still has the 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 the, the letal, right? He still can get his you know his 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 ball in there. He can bend it, and pew, pew he does not have. I cannot say this man's name. He, we cannot. He can't shoot the ball. I saw it. It was just like boop. It, it was very uh, soft. He's soft. like a kid. Yeah. He's just oh, really yeah. soft. So he's not a complete player by any means. We cannot be afraid no, no. of it. But I think we, we come in and establish what we're going to do with him, which is stop him immediately, right? You, That's you, right. You don't allow the decision-making to take place. It can That's happen, right. but you really have to set the tone. And whoever it is that is going to do and has have that role has to execute it really well. It could be Kellen. He's, it's not his forte. Ily Sanchez gets in trouble when he's doing that, I, I think, because he gets beaten off the dribble. So it defaults to Jose Cifuentes for me, which is an excellent two-way player. Yeah. Chases like a maniac. Yeah. And, yeah. you know, and yeah. again, I also feel Boonga will be instrumental in stopping Araujo's runs. So oh, you have right. to Another, sort of counter the two. Yeah. yeah. That's going to yeah. be key. That's going to be key. You know, that was... That was a big duel we would see a lot would be Arujo versus Brian. And so it's going to be Arujo versus Buanga. And aside from one game, Arujo has been really good at shutting down players. He's a good attacking player as well, but he's a really good defensive player at the same time. I think he's a he's a very complete fullback and, and one of the best in the league. And I think he's been the standout on their back line. So I think that's going to be a huge battle of just – I, I think even if Buanca can just keep him occupied and enough to let give space for other players to do things, then that's going to be enough of a job to ask of it, I think. Yeah. We saw why, it's also why we brought a player like Buanca, I feel, which is a guy that can create that, those kinds of challenges and constantly press the ball and difficult things for these skillful wingers that come through, right, and, and usually beat us off the flanks. So he's the perfect player to match with the fullback in order to defend against a team like Carson that will constantly will constantly shower our our, our back four with with balls mm. in the in the box, mm. just waiting for someone yeah, to do something wrong. Well, I will just go back awesome. to this. As Uruguay said a minute ago, you know, Arango has not really been the Arango of the last few games. The last two games it seems like he's been missing a little bit. We do need him to be back in form come yeah. Thursday. Um it's important, right? Because that's who um, uh, Vela has been dumping the ball off too. So if Bolonga isn't there, we need Arango there. And because that's who the ball is going to come through from Vela. And we need him to be able to put in the back of the net. We do not need any of the situations that we had the other day with Bolonga in front of the net, missing goals. We can't do that. Both of them have got to be on if we plan to put this away. Um, 
Uruguay, talk a little bit about what we need to see from Arango in your opinion. Well, <laughs> the, the, the easiest thing to say, we need him to put the, the, the ball on the back of the net, honestly. Because uh, I think that he's been doing great in terms of movement, in terms of associating with with Bela and, and su supporting Bowanga uh, sometimes on the left. Uh, I think that it, it's a thing about confidence. And if and there's going to be a key role on uh, Cherundolo and his coaching staff in giving Chicho that confidence that he couldn't gain in the games. Because unfortunately, yeah, he missed the, the penalty and, and some other 1v1s. Uh, but I mean... Chicho has proven uh, enough for us to trust him in, in, in a game like this. So I, I have all my faith set on Chicho, honestly, because I don't think we could have a better player, a better nine, to play against Carson than him. In the league, there's not a player that could fit us more than Chicho, and he's going to show that fight, that love, that courage that, that he shows normally. And yeah, I honestly want him to score and celebrate so bad that <laughs> that he gets all that frustration out because Chicho is a really important player to us, honestly. Yeah, very important. Yeah, That's so, you know, listen, man, me, man, the the playoffs are going on right now and we do have, are, uh, we, we, do, we do have a, a game going on right now with uh, Miami. We have one of our old uh, players there with Duke. We have it up right now. It's still 0-0. Zero, zero. We are watching it. If anything comes yeah, up, man. we'll put it up here and, and, and share with you guys for sure. Miami um, have this been lucky. We yeah. start. No, yeah, Miami, I, um, dude, Miami's been a lot better this year. I'm going to tell you that right now. I'm thinking he, Miami might take this, man. I don't yeah. know. <laughs> Did you see that, yeah. that two posts um, from, from Miami's defense? Like they hit the, the crossbar and then the post. In the a double place? doink, double yeah, doink double, doink. <laughs> double doink. That's all. Wow. Yeah, it's a close game, um, man. But if you notice, and I, I just noticed one thing about every playoff game, uh, we are not sponsored by YouTube, by the way. So let's just go like this. Uh, but if you notice, every playoff game has been to the wire in the first, you know, thirty to sixty minutes, and then it becomes a different game. So I, I wonder also, as far as Thursday's game goes, how much of it is. Let's wait for our best line to come in and finish the game and almost plan for a possible extra time situation and Fair. just be very conservative with the first 30, which at times I felt we haven't been, especially, you know, without use of our fullbacks. That has mm -hmm. changed, I have seen, which with our fullbacks staying more put throughout the first half and now and then opening up in the second. But that hasn't translated to, to necessarily wins for us. So what do you guys think about that? Do you do you really just keep a pace going and really don't become the oppressor until the really the second half, right? Where, you know, again, now you're against the 32-52 and the whole vibe changes. Now, what is best to get, you know, to get this game just under control? Uh, that is true. Chicho Disco, every Classico. Yeah, and I was um, back to Chicho. I know we went back here. No, 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 yeah, no, no. I think, I think you're on something great. Go ahead. Well, I mean, Go for, ahead, for me, looking at this and, you know, the one thing I want to mention about Chicho before we roll into this is he runs kind of hot and cold as a lot of, a lot of strikers do, you know, and back yes. last spring, he had kind of a cool period and then he got hot, he cooled down, he got hot and then he's been cool for a while, you know, so he is due to come back and, and get hot. So, yes, 
So yeah, that's and he and his chance of goals, like when he touches the ball, he's very objective, right? And I feel that at times that is what we need. We need someone that will take chances, right, and good chances. And a lot of them are going to be on the net. And he's he's a native he's a native nine, so he he tends to find the net. The net tends to find him. Now, if it's a situation where we're behind and the ball is now being crossed to him, then he loses a lot of his efficiency and efficacy. And then he gets in his head. And if he tries to become a dribbler, I feel like that's really when he's just not prime, right? And yeah. we have better options with uh, Teo and, of course, Gareth Bale coming in. And then and, uh, and, and, and the GOAT, right? And the GOAT, the greatest dribbler of all time. Yeah, yeah. And then to the second part of your question, Nick, you were talking about, uh, you know, like – how how what how do we deal with the subs substitutions? You know, are we running this into extra time? Do you take a, take consideration for that? And I, you know, I think this is definitely something that's up for debate. For myself, I really just want to see us go go for that jugular. We've been a second half team, so I expect the first half to be fairly conservative, fairly cagey. Don't make any mistakes. But when the second half comes in, that's when our depth starts to become an advantage. And that's where we put people in. Now, the other side, you got to look at your opponent. And the one thing that Carson has is they have very pacey wingers. And they do have a little bit of depth. And they, they can bring guys in late game as well. Mm-hmm. So I think we're going to need to Over account which. that we're going to have some really fast guys on fresh legs running at our defense towards the end yep. of the game. And, you know, mm-hmm. at what level do you do you throw everything away to go for go for the victory at 90? Or you're chasing mm-hmm. the game? You know, I... I think part of part of how this comes in as in-game decisions is how the other team goes. You know, it becomes the chess game with the coaches. And so I think this is one that our staff, they're going to have to play this chess game as well. And I think they're going to have to go into this game not having like, you know, at 60-65, this is what's happening. I think as with playoff games, if your team's playing solid and you like their chances, sometimes you go 80 minutes without a sub just because – just because your team looks like they're up for it and you don't want to disturb that, you know? Well, look what happened No, you know there. what? He yeah, says something wanna... that ahead, he man. says something that really stuck out to me. I mean, it's very true, uh, Uruguay. LAFC has sort of played like this to, to for Celso's question, should we wait till the second half? In a way, LAFC has sort of played like that. And as Eric it's pointed out, we've been yeah. a second-half team. So maybe in a way we are built for that, to go the second half, have the extra, and be ready for the penalty kicks because we're ready at the second half anyway. We sort of take yeah. off the first anyway, right? Yeah, and, and also I'm not sure if our team is – is capable of holding a lead for more than 45 minutes, honestly. So if we score in the first half, it, it's really, I mean, it, there's a huge chance that, that Carson scores because mm-hmm. I mean, we, we tend, we tend to get nervous at the back. Sometimes Murillo is a player who tends to get really nervous. Sometimes right. we've, we've seen it. And uh, I think that it would be better for, for us, even though some, it may seem a little bit illogical, but scoring from the 60th minute uh, till the 90s would be the, the best moment for us to score. The best moment. Yeah. You, you bring in Murillo or, or Segura, the one that doesn't start. You've got, you've got players on the bench to hold that lead for 30, 20 minutes. Mm-hmm. And you've also got some some spicy players up top, like Opoku, Bale, Tejo, who can mm-hmm. be a real threat at counters. So, yeah. Um, I, but, I mean, if we are winning in the first half, it, I think that uh, we, we won't complain, of course. But Of course. Of course. 
one. <laughs> but no, I won't yeah, count you know. a victory. <laughs> uh, I won't count a victory until I see the score in the 65th minute, which, once again, even if you're watching the Miami game, you saw that the goal came in for New York after the 60th minute, after the first sub came in. So, Oh, just now? Just now. And, 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 oh. and, and then suddenly, um, you know, there you go. You got Gabriel Pereira, Brazilian, by the way. Scoring the 63rd minute right after a substitution. So this is a very evenly matched team. Uh, teams, they, they, they're going back and forth. But two things. A, they're playing in New York City. You're playing at home. And as the home team, you have to come up with that plan to frustrate I guess it's your at opponent, home. tire them. <laughs> city field. It's mostly New Yorkers. You know what I mean? But you frustrate yeah. your opponent for 60 minutes. And by the way, if you remember the Open Cup game, that horrible game, the first half was very balanced and, to be honest, kind of boring. And we were extremely conservative in our play. And then in the second half, in 15 minutes, they completely destroyed everything that we had worked towards. So you, if you're not going to score in the first half as the first oppressor, just know that now it's a 45-minute you know, half. And you know, you have, that's, you're playing for your season, right? So there's right. different ways to go about it. The best way to win a game, in my opinion, is to be the first goal scorer in the first 20 minutes of the game. That allows you to calm down, impose your game, and maybe seek a second goal you know, off the counter, right? But to Uruguay's point, to Uruguay's point, goal! Is that another goal? There you go, two nothing. But to I Uruguay's take it points, off and you get another goal. I Look at that. I take it to off Uruguay's and you get points, another goal. You know they're they're going to get an equalizer because they're a scrappy team and they're playing yeah. in the bank. And then there's always that. They're, they're, you they're know what I mean? Their supporters are there. They're loud uh, in their side. And I'm hoping that we just have enough on the tank, in the tank, to come up with two or three goals like we did last time. You know what I mean? They had nothing for us that game. And we are the big, big favorites of this game. So you would expect, you would expect LAFC to get the win, but expect to be ugly. Mm -hmm. Yeah, listen, we have to win ugly. Isn't that what we've been saying this whole time? Isn't that what we've preached? You, you have to win ugly at times, and if we win um, ugly against Carson, we've it's okay. We've won some pretty ugly games this season. We have won some pretty ugly games, and that's yeah. okay, man. Like at, at the end of the day, it's a win, and we want nothing but a win against Carson. You know, and I would prefer to be on the pitch and not a, not in PKs. I really would prefer that. However, if it went to that situation, I have confidence in our club um, and the legs that would come in that we would still walk away with being, you know, the the winners of that match yeah. um but yeah i mean look dude uh i think our subs compared to theirs it doesn't even our bench compared to theirs doesn't even compete comp to be honest with you you know and if i'm wrong correct me i'm, I'm ready to hear who on their bench are we worried about yeah who is it Jovovich. tell me kevin cabral and jovovich which if you look yeah, statistically have yeah. had really good games against lafc for as, as much as we make fun of Cabral, he seems to always score against LAFC. And if you get any production out of Cabral against your rival, you know, he's good for one thing and one thing only. And you give it a shot because he seems to find space in our defense every time. Uh, Douglas Goss, I didn't even mention him, but he's been giving him serviceable minutes, you know, and he's He's been playing good. Yeah, he's been playing well off the much dribble. Better. He's a really good player. And he's healthy, which has been my... My big thing with him, he's not a healthy player. He's not an effective player, but he seems to be healthy. He seems to have found his space now too. So again, it's another guy we have to deal with, but he's just not, he's not amazing anymore. And we can, we can stop, we can stop Douglas Costa, right? Especially $5 million yeah. a year, Douglas Costa. We can no, do this. We definitely can. Right? We, but, we can uh, do by it. By the way, an absurd, 
absurd amount of money that man. It's Jonathan Bond's been having a great season over there too. You know, he's he, he has. Bond. He shows up, man. But you know, he, he does. does. He crushed him last time. He had nothing against us. Or Arango, to your point, I didn't address that, but Arango was on it in that game and it had two bangers, right? And the game was over. So this is what I said. Kick them in the mouth. Arango's always had good El Traficos and I hope that this is the game he really shows his form, right? And tell the front office, I'm a fourth DP. Mm. If we lose, he's out. Now you understand this. If you lose, it's going to be because Arango didn't perform. Mm. And then he's out, and then we bring a big name for the nine. If we win, which I hope it happens, we continue on this, and then he basically becomes our fourth DP. And I hope that we basically beef up the middle of our you know order, right? Because which is kind of shallow at this point. We don't have any midfield depth at all, and the young guys are no. clearly not ready to play. They're really small. Wow. Okay. Is that a lot? <laughs> so what do you guys think? I mean, am I wrong? I mean, to prove no. wrong. I Nah, you're not wrong. I mean, that's a great opinion. I mean, I, I don't mind it. Uh, I just think um, I I don't see him getting the DP. I just don't. I got to be honest. I think uh, they can try to put him up to whatever other money he can get. I don't see him getting the DP. People will make the argument. Yeah, but I think oh, um, I think it's maybe there's other obligations. I think know. I think th- there's other obligations that the team is gonna gonna roll with. Uh, just, he, he likes to uh, he likes Look, to spend on that side of the field. Go ahead, go ahead, go ahead. Here, here's the thing, ahead, you know. I think that whether he whether he's at that level is not yet determined. And I think the next couple of games to the playoffs, if if he comes through and he's the hero tomorrow with a brace, and then we go to the conference finals and he gets another critical goal and he and he drives his team through all the way to the cup. You know, then then all of a sudden there's a case. All of a sudden you're looking you're at right. losing him, right. you know, and, and that's yeah. the thing. You're right. You know, you're right. There's a matter of what do you pay him, but then there's like, you know, are you willing to lose the player? And which you know, it, right. it's the value the proposition. Value. And I think that he has the potential to earn it, and he also has the potential to show that he is not worth it. So I think the ball's in his court. No, He's that's true. I mean Uruguay. As a top five scorer in this league, I'm just gonna. Put yep, six hundred thousand. The 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 thing came out. Eric, uh, Eric did a cool thing. I don't know where it what happened to it. We tried to download it and it didn't get up here. Um, but um, uh, six hundred thousand. You know, he's in the top of the league for scoring. But yeah. are you giving him a DP spot right now, Uruguay? Uh, right now I'm not sure because I mean you've got Bale, Dejo, Bowanga. Bella, um, it, it, it's a, a lot of attacking options, and uh, yeah, if, if there's no um fourth DP, which I mean, it's I, I'm not sure if it's like a certain thing, uh, correct me if I'm wrong, but if I think it might be, it's a pretty certain thing. Well, I think, so I think the four is a if, if, if the money we, will allow the player, the, you know, the money will go directly to the teams, and that's what they will do with it. Yeah, but the thing is, having four four DPS uh, for the same uh, uh, position, like forwards in general, nah, I, I I'm not sure if that's ideal. I'd rather give that fourth DP spot for El Profe Atuesta. We gotta bring him back, <laughs> oh <my> God, <laughs> <laughs> or a midfielder what? in general. We are not in the business of rescuing Palmeiras' bad decisions. We are not in this business. <laughs> uh, this is a uh, but if I mean if Chicha scores, um, or if we win the cup, give him the DP. 
let him stay. We're going with with Chicho to win the the Conca Champions and then the the, the Club World Cup. So it, I think that yeah, I'm I'm with I'm I'm with those who said that that it, it's it's up to Chicho. If he per, yep. if he performs, he gets the the DP. If he, if not. Listen, we we I, can I th- improve his contract because I think that he deserves uh, more yeah. salary. Yes, uh, yes, I think he deserves not, more. Perhaps than not grand. necessarily as a DP. He deserves more than six hundred grand, no question. I just don't know if yeah. it's a DP. Al is saying that the four DP thing is not a thing and it will not happen this year. I'm on a bit of a differ. I think that it might be Al. Me and you might have to duke this one out and find out who's going to be right and wrong, We're, buddy. We'll find out. I hear a lot of noise from other teams I, I, as well. Yeah, I'm I mean, pretty like sure it's going to be a so thing, but you know, mm-hmm. I've been wrong and Al's been right, so I'm I'm willing to be wrong again. Uh, I'm just, <laughs> I just think like you know, it would be a great. I think it's a great move for MLS, especially with uh, what's going to happen with next year with the uh, Liga Mackey teams. Uh, and that's going to play. I think we would. Uh, the teams need that extra DP slot to bring in some a little bit better talent. So we MLS just don't get ran out. You know what I mean? So it's just a different. I, I, I think you should. Um, but that's here nor there. We'll see what happens. Yeah. Um, but as far as Arango, I don't think you guys are wrong. I think. Um, I, I, look, I don't think right now he deserves it. And I think Celso. I think you're absolutely right. I think if he bells, if we don't win. I think we're gonna run, no, man. He's gonna nah, get paid. Bro, you, this, you aren't, you see, aren't. They, they however, that. yeah. And however, if it goes on the run and we do win, he's gonna have to be. He's gonna be like, wait a second. <laughs> pay me. <laughs> <laughs> I'm here, so pay me now because yeah. I help bring this. You know what I mean? So I, I can see that happening, no question. Yeah. Um, it, it How about Jonathan Bond never having a clean sheet against LAFC uh, in five tries? That's a good yeah. stat right there. We that's always a find great a way to score stat. On that. That's a great is, one, but, bro. Uh, yeah, to to what you were saying, Nick. You know, that's 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 what it is, especially when you have salary cap leagues. Anytime yeah. you have a team that does really good and they get near the top, the players are going to want more money because just the For general sure. nature of the formula. If your team's going good, you're getting really good value out of your guys. If your team right. is not doing good, you're probably overpaying for guys. And so if a player feels like their paycheck doesn't reflect what they're doing on the pitch, you know, that they're going to look for somebody else who is going to give them a paycheck that reflects how they feel their ability is in the pitch. Right. And I think that right. major league soccer teams would have no problem giving him a million dollar cost salary, you know, yeah. a, a good franchise no. that will bring a guy like him Boston. to re-energize. Yeah. New York will sign him right away. But are you letting like New that. York Actually, they're are you good right now? Are you a letting New York, New York, Red York Bulls, have I'm you? sorry. A New York Red Bulls is what I meant because they just got knocked out. And one of the reasons why they just didn't have, have a native nine that could put balls in, right? So now you bring a Chicho Arango in and you pay him because they can. They were in the bottom of that graph uh, for money spent on this league. And, and and you can see that they can easily make him a DP because a DP uh, in LA is not the same as a DP in, uh, in the Red Bulls because we're not all spending the same amount of money. So it makes wow. a massive difference to bring a DP elsewhere. He can I gotta be honest. Get a DP contract there. I, 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 me personally, I'm not. I, me personally, I'm not letting him go anywhere in in another MLS team. Um, it's not what I would let him do. I want to get him out of the league. He's gonna I be don't an want MLSer, him to come. Bro. 
Bro, or, then, or then, 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 then he has to get then league MA, I mean anywhere else besides yeah. MLS. I'm not gonna want to go against him with him him being this good and then he's gonna come into the bank and, and, and well, ruin I, our party. I, I I'm not gonna allow he's that. He's the symbol of cup or bust for this team. If we don't go further than a cup final and potentially lose a rough one to a union that has been really good, I mean it is bust, and that means he's out. And I don't see I don't see this on him. I see this on now us having this constant back and forth with Carson where we make moves, they make moves, and we make each other better. We now have a one-two situation here in the city that no other sport can claim it. Arash Arkazi was talking about rivalries in the city, and none of them, none of them in other sports have even completely and remotely touched what this one has now signified over only five years. So I am actually thinking that this is only going to continue because these two teams do not like to lose to each other. Can you imagine? You are now, your season is over and in three to four months, you now have to play this very same team in the Rose Bowl to, re to continue the whole thing again and start over. And that game may have its own ramifications. Who's gonna, who knows what the rosters are going to look like then? Right, yeah, no, but you sure. can start thinking about what this game means for even that next game, which it hasn't even been thought about. But we know it's going to be a big game. No, yeah. for sure, Eric. Where are you at on this, man? I mean, how do you? Yeah, feel? I, I, I think so too. I think, uh, I think probably you know we're we're just we're talking about you know a little bit into the future here. I think one way or another, our team is probably. Every team, every group of guys kind of runs in cycles. And I think how we're going to look next year is going to be different than how we are this year. And I think but you're letting because, Arango go to another MLS team. Well, I mean, <laughs> on, yeah, I, yes or no. of course, some a non rival, right? Let's say Galaxy and Austin are off the book. Look, I mean, at, at, at if the question comes to Arango wants a DP and we're not going to give it to him. Like you, you have to like find where are the suitors, you know, like, yes. I, I think maybe in some way not to bring it, but Chelsea maybe goes with, through this with Christian Pulisic, where I'm sure if they could find somebody who would give them enough money to justify their transfer fee. I mean, kind of like our Brian situation, you know, where we kind of just had to lose money on him because it just wasn't going to work out. You know, Chicho could end up in a situation like that too, where he feels like, he does way more for the team than he gets back and just decides, hey, you guys need to pay me or I'm, you know, I'm going to be a problem. And then, yeah. you know, if if a team has to get rid of a problem, all their value goes down. And, and these are all the things that happen. And that's kind of what what is with Arango. Like, how long sure. will he be a TAM player? And that's the thing. Both sides are going to get a vote in the matter. And so if if. If he wants a DP or he walks, then mm -hmm. at that if the team says, okay, well, then you're going to walk because we're not going to DP you. You're, you're kind of stuck with whatever options you're going to get, you know? And um, okay. one way or another, I do. Hit him like, he would hit the free agent yeah. marker, right? Like if you no, let him for, walk, yeah. he just hits the free agent's I, market. So you yeah, have to do I, I, something. If they something. I don't want him to walk. I don't want him to walk yeah. for free, but right, I just so don't want him to go. To I don't do want him to go to MLS. You know, that's all. Uruguay, you're frozen, but can you hear me? I'm like. Uh, wait, yeah. I'm it's okay. Do what, are you letting him go to an MLS club or no? <laughs> uh, the thing is, some some MLS clubs have a lot of time uh, and general allocation money that that they gotta spend it, and that that makes the the MLS market a little bit more 
possible for Chicho to, to leave to another yeah. club. Mm-hmm. Um, because honestly, I don't see Chicho near, uh, nowhere near Europe, honestly. Uh, I don't think that he is going to Europe. So the other big market would be Liga MX, um, like with Brian, because, I mean, he's too good to go back to the Colombian League. So yeah. you can go to Var Mango. Just send him to Var Mango. Oh well, Bra- not Brazil. in Brazil. <laughs> they will buy everybody anyway. Uh, Bra- Brazil could be, could be another great option. Yeah. Uh, the Brazilian uh, league, um, all jokes aside, is a, is a league with some teams that have a lot of money. So you know, very easily someone can go and pay him yeah. a million and a half, two million to play, and, and just let the top guys play. You know, and, and yeah. There. Al, we know that he's not on Tim. We're saying that he should go on Tim, not be a DP. We know that he's making six hundred grand because they came out with yeah. the things, and we were all blown away. And we just figured he's not going to be a DP. He should maybe yeah. go on a Tim deal. I, I, I think he deserves a Tim. That's all. That's we've all. We've been is. talked about this you know? contract so much, right? How yeah. this has been the price for LAFC. This has allowed us to do the moves we've done. So this has yeah. been in our books and, and and allowed us to build. And allowed us to bring some of these other guys. But something has to give. And I think Gareth Bale is the answer here. If he does well and wants to continue next year, then we have a plan. And we have to build around Bale, right? Now, yeah. if he's a bust and we just completely just move away from him, then, you know, then Chicho Arango becomes part of our plans because we clearly can pay him a little bit more. No, for sure. Well, man, this has been our time. It has been a good, good time. I appreciate everyone coming and enjoying this episode with us. If you don't follow us or or subscribe to our YouTube, please go and do that. It helps us out. We really appreciate it. Give us a like and subscribe. Go and follow all of our social medias. Um, And, you know, listen, man, Thursday. This is what it's all been all year long. All these games, all the roller coasters, the ups and downs, the 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 love of this team. I'm going to tell you, the passion in that stadium. Carson <laughs> fans aren't going to know what to do. Black and gold all day long. L.A. is black and gold. And when I tell you, come Thursday, we will kick them out again of the playoffs for the second time in five years. Let's go. Let's go.